0: Hello to all those who listened to this message, those who had a feeling from our God to turn their ears and listen to these words. We first thank our Heavenly Father for allowing us this channel, for allowing us this opportunity. This Leadership School is focused on the Church. We have stated before that God proposed in His heart to reunite all solutions in the Church. And that is why we are teaching this for the church to be healed, so that the church may be rescued in order to become a solution for the world. Mm -hmm. To start our lesson, recall that we are setting the ground for spiritual leadership. We are providing a foundation for the lessons to come, And from there, we can start building up the principles the true leader requires. Let's begin by recalling a passage from the scripture, which is very special, that we should be aware of as recipients of this message, that relates specifically to the topic that we are going to discuss. So keep it in mind and remember it. In one of his writings to his disciple Timothy, Apostle Paul says, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. Why did he say that? Because we're not only called to have conviction and faith to walk on what we have been told, we also have to keep in mind who it was that taught us, because teaching is the principle from which God develops His whole plan. And we will understand it more accurately today. And that is why it is so important that I remember not only what I have been taught, not only what I have learned or I was convinced of, but who it was that I learned from, the person who was my teacher. I've been taught on these truths. I did not come up to record these podcasts with information I found on the web or from certain books. It was a learning process by which I was equipped with the spiritual knowledge we are to discuss. Those are the words we intend to share in this school. Then, always keep that in mind and have your heart ready to be taught from the one sent to teach you. This lesson completes the series of the three key elements that set the foundation of spiritual leadership. We discussed that the first thing God needs for us to connect to our spiritual life is to ignite the spirit. Our spirit was extinguished. The fall of man produced that spiritual death. Therefore, the first step, an indispensable requirement, is for our spirit to be lit. Many want to live a spiritual life with an extinguished spirit, which is impossible. If you haven't listened to that lesson, I strongly recommend that you cover it before moving forward. We also discussed what does God need us to do once we wake up spiritually. Once we are spiritually aware and ready to start receiving from God, and we call that process taking out all the trash that resides in our minds. We discussed how the fall of man produced a corrupted mind and conscience, and yet man wants to live his life and wants to bear fruits of leadership and lead others with a mind and conscience full of garbage. So that is a key step towards a renewed, spirit-driven life. And today we'll be covering the third part. We'll be discussing extremely important truths in order to complete the foundations of spiritual leadership. Let's put everything in context and briefly summarize what we discussed in our previous lesson so we can connect it to this third part. If we look at our lives on a timeline in order to understand the consequences we live with as fallen men, we need to start with our corrupted mind and conscience. This is inevitable. We cannot choose wisely with the mind and conscience we come into this world with. It is a fact derived from the fall that corrupted mind and conscience leads us as human beings to deny our reality because we do not like what we see. And remember from the lesson igniting the spirit how the fallen man starts to concentrate on himself. Becoming an egocentric man. And that denial of reality puts himself above God. Avoiding and refusing to accept what God provides for his life. So one consequence of a corrupted conscience is that we enter into this denial. We don't like what we see. We don't like what we live. And the obvious step that follows this denial is what we fall into vain philosophies. We begin to accept theories that put us in the first place. Philosophies that take us out from our reality to imagine a better picture, a nicer view of our lives. Everything that is pleasant to the eyes, desirable for gaining wisdom, And to acquire knowledge. So those vain, fruitless, and ultimately worthless philosophies catch us. And we fall into a trap framed by the power of our mind, which translates into our own effort to do God's will. And that is what we call religion the church is trapped in religion and i've been emphatically saying that religion is not the way to understand god god does not convey his truths through religion and religion has nothing to do with the spirit or the spiritual life what is the consequence of us being trapped in religion trying to ignore our reality. Our senses will be misplaced. We are no longer with our senses totally focused on our reality. But we are failing to see what we have to see failing to hear what we have to hear missing to communicate what we need to communicate and a failed leadership is the obvious outcome the church wants to lead with her senses lost but there is no chance that we become good leaders when our senses are not working and how do we understand God when our senses are misplaced if my eyesight is not working I as a leader have no vision I cannot understand the vision that God is unveiling in order to guide others. If smell fails, I am failing intuition, that ability of the leader to interpret situations, the ability of the leader to abstract reality and deliver a sound solution to a difficult situation. If my speech fails, Communication fails. I will not be able to communicate to others the vision that I want to convey and I cannot convince others. And if my ear fails, my attention fails, I will not be able to listen carefully to what others are saying. I will not understand the circumstances of those who are under my leadership so here we clearly summarize what we discussed in our previous session it is of the utmost importance that we understand that god's purpose is not for us to be chasing material blessings prisoners of those vain philosophies the first goal is not to pursue material blessings religion pushes people to seek material and physical comfort. But those things will be attached according to the call we have been given. Remember the passage we used to start this lesson? It talks about teaching and specifically exhorts us to remember from whom we have learned. And in order to understand what kind of teaching we have inherited as mankind, we need to go back to the moment when man fell. And we will always need to use it as a reference because it was the precise moment when he knew that he was naked that he changed his teaching. So let's look at what happened there in the garden chronologically. The first thing that happened was that man disobeyed God's instruction and died spiritually after God's warning. And with an extinguished spirit, the result was a fallen man. What happens immediately after man falls? He feels naked. Male and female realize they are in a different condition they are aware of that nakedness of which they were not aware before and as soon as man feels naked he becomes afraid a feeling he did not have before and this fear caused man to hide therefore it is very clear from this account of how men fell, that the consequence of that disobedience was nakedness. And nakedness brought fear, and fear made him hide. How can we group these facts up together? We can clearly say that man hid because he felt uncovered. Man no longer had the covering that God had given him. In his original design. And when that covering disappears, man is spiritually dead. Now, what was God's concern? What was God's reaction when man hid because he was full of fear? God only asked man one question, and what God asked was, who told you that you were naked? Who changed the teaching I had given to you? Who told you something different than what I told you? That was the concern of Father God. And that's why we need to be so attentive and keep in mind who teaches us. Today, many people want to teach the spiritual. They upload videos on YouTube, they share on social networks based on articles, papers, books, always pretending to bring a spiritual message. But that is not the method used by God to teach. From this lesson, we will have the answer to the question, Who should we receive from? Because God's concern when men fell was who taught you. The answer is explicitly reflected in Apostle Paul's letter to Timothy. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. It was God himself telling him, remember who taught you. Keep that in mind, because it is indispensable for the spiritual leaders who are emerging at this time. Man abandoned the teaching of God, and this left him naked. This makes us think, how does man cover himself? And we can learn from the scripture that man and woman looked for a covering suitable for them that's what they did they self-covered with thick leaves that's what they considered appropriate following the fear they felt because of their nakedness what does this covering represent it represents a human solution it is what looks good to me Man is full of fears from being spiritually unlit. He doesn't have the solutions coming from God and therefore seeks solutions he can trust, which in turn become his own righteousness. Man's own coverings don't work for him because that was not the divine design. God never intended for man to cover himself. He established man in the specific order we discussed in the first lesson, spirit, soul, and body. Therefore, any other covering man seeks outside that design will not fit and will not work. And for that reason, it is clear that when the man and woman were expelled from the garden, God provided a suitable coverage in the form of animal fur, which was a symbol that man is not supposed to cover himself, even though it was already determined by the Father that Adam and his wife were expelled from Eden. They did not live until God covered them in different clothing. So, What was the father announcing to us at that time? That he provides correct covering. He would bring us the coverage that he was going to restore to us. That he was going to restore us in the order that he had been proposed. What do we need to understand? That our own coverings and our solutions will never get us on track. We're always going to have to be looking for the side, protection, and livelihood directly from the Father. What does God need to do to bring man back to his order? God needs to restore his teaching. God asked man, Who told you? Who said that? That would be like having our child back home from school with a torn-up toy. And when I ask what happened, he says, I was told to cheer it up. My reaction would be, who taught you that? That's not something I said. And that was Father God's grief seeing man abandon his teaching. God was saying, that teaching will not bring up Any solution because you can't understand anything around you unless you have the spirit that is why man needs to be taught by the spirit the spirit searches the depths of God God lets our spirit know the truths and answers it is a communication from spirit to spirit man cannot be taught by anyone else only by the Spirit, by the one sent by God. And here we can raise a question, and that is, where is the Spirit? Some want to find the Spirit in a whirlpool. Others want to feel the wind on their face and hear its noise. Others want their chests to burn. But God has made it very clear that the Spirit is found through teaching. And how is God going to teach me? Do I need to stand still by my bed waiting for some revelation to come? Or should I start asking God to give me enough wisdom and then in the span of a few months I will get a little wiser? No. God will teach us through a spiritual man or woman. This is how God will teach me. And to the extent that God restores his teaching, he restores his covering. We have then understood that the fall when man accepted a different teaching left him naked. And therefore, by restoring God's teaching, his covering is thus restored. Be sure to listen to the second part of this message.